Welcome to the MUFG Global Markets FX Week Ahead podcast with Lee Hardman, Senior Currency Analyst at MUFG. It's Friday, 22nd September 2023, and joining Lee to pose some questions on the financial market themes for the week ahead is Abdul Ahad Lockhart, Currency Analyst in London. The following podcast is intended for professional investors and eligible counterparties only, and not for retail clients. Any content should not be regarded as an offer to conduct investment business or an investment recommendation, but for information purposes only. Hi, Lee. Hi, Abdullahad. It's been a busy week for G10 central bank updates. What are your main takeaways for the, for the FX market? Yeah, that's right. We've had a a lot of volatility this week with all of the the G10 central bank updates. I guess the biggest one in terms of implications for the FX market performance this week was the Fed meeting. Um, While they kept their policy rate unchanged, as everyone was expecting, I think the message from the Fed was was more hawkish in terms of their their forward guidance. So the Fed uh, signaled certainly a lot more confidence that they think the U.S. economy is heading for a, a softer landing, so quite a significant upward revision to growth forecasts for this year and next. So just looking for a more moderate slowdown in growth next year. And as a result of that, with growth not expected to slow as much going forward, the Fed doesn't have as much confidence now that we'll see much more economic slack open up in the U.S. economy. And that obviously has implications for the inflation outlook. It will give the Fed uh, less confidence that inflation will continue to slow towards their their two percent target. So, taking that into consideration, the Fed has obviously decided to take out about fifty basis points of, of rate cuts out of their their plans for the end of, of of next year. So, that's something which I think the U.S. rate market as well is kind of buying into that view for now. So, if we look at the U.S. rate market pricing, we have seen a similar. Uh, reduction or scaling back of, of Fed rate high expectations for next year. And that's helping to put up some upward pressure on, on U.S. yields, both at the, the short end and the long end of the curve. We've seen U.S. yields uh, in the government bond market hit new cyclical highs this week. And yeah, obviously in the FX market, uh, yield spreads are always important in terms of driving FX performance. And those higher yields in the U.S. are, are making the dollar look look more attractive right now. Uh, also outside of the US, we see in terms of policy surprises, we also had some dovish policy surprises over here in Europe from both the Bank of England and also the Swiss National Bank. Um, and unsurprisingly, we've seen the pound and the Swiss franc uh, underperform in recent days following the, those decisions. I think the message certainly from the Bank of England is that it looks like they've kind of reached the end of their hiking cycle now. The policy rate peaking at five and a quarter percent. Admittedly, it was obviously a close call to keep rates on on hold this week, which still kind of leaves open the possibility that they could still do one one more hike. Um, but we do think the guidance as well does appear to be signalling that the kind of majority there at the Bank of England favour keeping rates at higher levels for longer rather than continuing to hike rates further from from here. And then I guess the additional factor as well why the pound is, is still continuing to underperform is also the the activity data we've been receiving from the UK in Q3 has continued to disappoint. Uh, even today, we had another disappointing uh, UK PMI survey data, which is pointing towards 
flat, if not negative growth in, in Q3. So I think the combination there of rates peaking uh, for the Bank of England, the slowing growth momentum in Q3, it certainly encourages UK rate market participants to think about the possibility of, of more rate cuts from, from the Bank of England next year. And that that, that we think will, will keep downward pressure uh, on, on the pound. Uh, and then finally, we also had see the Bank of Japan meeting today. Yeah, no surprise again in terms of the policy decision. No one was was expecting any any change to policy settings today after the BOJ adjusted yield curve control back in in July. Uh, more interesting aspect, I think, where the market was looking at closely were the comments from uh, Governor Ueda uh, to see if he would talk up the possibility uh, of potentially raising rates uh, more quickly, uh, given kind of rising confidence in the uh, inflation outlook in, in Japan. Um, on that side of things today, I'd, I'd certainly say his, his comments don't appear to want to signal or encourage uh, markets to, to, to further bring forward expectations for, for rate hikes. If you look at the Japanese rate market now, it's already pricing in about a 10 basis point hike by Q1 of, of next year. And I think for now, I think the BOJ is always relatively uh, comfortable with, with that outlook. We do think certainly by the end of this year, early next year, they'll have a better indication of whether we will continue to see uh, stronger wage growth. And by that point in time, we do think they'll be in a better position to, to think about hiking rates. But obviously, uh, as soon as today, I don't think it was probably the right time for them to kind of really try to uh, kind of further ramp up expectations for even earlier hikes. Um, so certainly there's some, some disappointment there in, in, in the FX market. Um, there had been some expectation that the BOJ could have pushed back more strongly today against recent yen weakness by by talking up uh, rate hike expectations, but that obviously wasn't the case. So I think that does leave the yen vulnerable to to further weakness in the near term. Um, we've obviously seen dollar yen continuing to kind of grind back up towards the 150 level. Um, over the last week, it's kind of been trading around 148 and one of the kind of key reasons why dollar yen hasn't kind of moved much higher really over the past week, despite the fact that U.S. yields have hit new highs, is the fact that we're continuing to see a very strong rhetoric uh, from Japanese policymakers uh, against yen weakness. Uh, even over the last 24 hours, we've had comments from Prime Minister Kishida and also the Finance Minister Suzuki. Uh, which uh, are consistent with similar comments that we saw in September of last year, just before Japan intervened to support the yen. So we continue to believe that the uh, level of intervention risk in Japan right now is is very elevated uh, at the highest level. And uh, that does mean that if dollar yen was to jump higher above the 150 level, and if that was to happen quite quickly, uh, we could see Japan come in and intervene to support the yen. And Abdul had as well. I, I noticed you were also looking into uh, the uh, looking at FX market performance following previous Bank of England and Fed policy meetings. Uh, would you be able to kind of summarise your your findings today? Yeah, thanks, Lee. Um, so after the Bank of England's policy decisions earlier this week, the pound fell by zero point three seven percent on the subsequent day, while our trailing momentum signals flagged negative across all of our windows. Uh, back testing for similar conditions, we identified that um, cable has a strong tendency to, to depreciate with 68% of the unique instances 
having negative returns in the following seven days. And following the Fed's policy decision earlier in the week, the DXY increased by 0.13% on the subsequent day. And similarly, while our trailing momentum signals flag positive across all three windows. So backtesting for similar conditions, we identified that the dollar had a strong tendency to appreciate with 69% of all unique instances having positive returns. Yeah, that's great insight, Abdulhad. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast and thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you for listening to this MUFG Global Markets podcast. Rate, review and subscribe and contact your MUFG sales rep for more information. Come back next week for more insights from the Global Markets Research Team.